give thanks to the Lord. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity we have to get together here to worship you, Lord. And we sing to you with all of our hearts. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
Lift up your heads, open the door, let the King of glory come in and forever be our God. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy
Hey! 
And I hope that we will hear the Lord and learn more about his voice. Do you know what kind of vehicle is this? <laughs> this is a Tesla. It's the most recent vehicle that works uh, with uh, electric power. And this is a powerful, powerful vehicle. If anyone wants to give me one of this, that's okay. I will take it. I decided to use this picture of the vehicle because I feel that sometimes we need to see ourselves exactly like that, a powerful vehicle, somebody, something that can do wonderful things for the Lord. Do you know the Apostle Paul, he persecuted the church. He incarcerated people that were believers, and then he changed and became a wonderful apostle, right? And uh, fishermen without education, became the leaders of the church. And on and on, I can give you this, the list of people that were transformed because they said, well, I want to do his will. Thy will be done. But how can we do his will when we are not able to hear his voice? So I'm going to read, and I want you to read with me, a passage of the scripture that talks about it. This passage has to do with the prophet Elijah. You know, he believed at that point that he was the only one listening to the Lord and obeying to the Lord. He was wrong, right? Sometimes we can think that way, right? I'm the only one doing the right thing in this company. I'm the only one doing the right, the right thing in this family. I'm the only one doing the right thing in this church. Everybody else is not. And none and on, right? But no, not necessarily. And that happened to, to Elijah. So then the Lord told him something, and we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. First Kings chapter 19 from the verse 11 through 13. If you want to read with me. Then the Lord said to Elijah, Go, stand in front of me on the mountain. I, the Lord, will pass by you. Then, say with me, then. Yeah. Then. Okay, number one, a very strong wind blew. The wind caused the mountains to break apart. It broke large rocks in front of the Lord. But the, the wind was not the Lord. After that, after that wind, there was an earthquake. But that earthquake was not the Lord. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but that fire was not the Lord. So three elements we see here, right? The wind, the earthquake, and the fire. God, talk to me. What should I do? Do I get this job? Do I work in this company? Do I marry this person? Should I change this, change that? God, talk to me. And people are expecting something great, like a, a wind. And the Lord talking to them, right? <laughs> or an earthquake, or the fire. After the fire, there was a quiet, gentle voice. When Elijah heard the voice, he used his coat to cover his face and went to the entrance to the cave and stood there. Then a voice said to him, Elijah, why are you here? 
Say with me, please. Gentle voice. That's the way that the Lord will talk to you. In a very gentle voice. In a very soft voice. You know, sometimes there is a group of people there. And somebody says a name. Not everybody listens. But somebody might listen. Recognizes that voice. Probably it was like a whisper. But that person says, somebody is calling me. I got to go. That is what can happen to you when you pay attention to the Lord. Do you really want to hear the voice of the Lord? He will talk to you in a very gentle voice. And he will talk to anybody, not just to a pastor because they say pastor, or just to, uh, to the leadership in the church because they are part of the leadership of the church. No, the Lord will speak to anybody. He will speak to you, but he will do it through a gentle voice. You know what the Lord Jesus said to his disciples? After his resurrection, the Lord Jesus was eating with them. I love that. He was eating with them. That's why I love Tuesdays. And then he told them not to leave Jerusalem. He said, wait. Say with me, please. Wait. wait. Oh. I don't like that word. Wait. I, I want to make the decision now. I, I got to do it now. Right? No. It's a good thing for you to wait. Wait here until you receive what the Father promised to send, the Lord Jesus said. And what was the promise? The promise was the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 1, verses 4 to 5, remember I told you about it before. John baptized people with water, but in a few days you will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Mm. I want to say something about it. Some people think that being baptized with the Holy Spirit means that you are going to start acting in a very uh, supernatural way, you know. And I want you to understand that some people receive gifts by the Holy Spirit, that they are um, allowed to speak in tongues and perform miracles and different other, other things. It's absolutely true. It's biblical and it happens. But not necessarily everybody is going to experience such a dramatic uh, things. And it, actually, the Holy Spirit works always so powerfully in our hearts that even probably we cannot sense it. But the Holy Spirit is working in our hearts. And that is what I want to talk to you about. It. The first thing that I, I think that any believer should do every day is to have a personal time with the Lord. Do you have a personal time with the Lord? I hope you do. If you do not have a personal time with the Lord, I highly suggest you do it. Do it because it's rewarding. And when you do that, get your Bible and get your notebook. And if you don't have a pen, I can give you a Victory Church pen. And write what the Lord tells you. He will talk to me, John. He will talk to you. Every time, every single time. You promise? I promise you. 
the Lord will speak to you every single time. You sit down, grab your Bible, whether it's digital version or hard copy, get your notebook, get your pen. Take the Lord seriously, and He will take you seriously. Five minutes to start. With, start with five minutes, and then you will do 10 minutes, and then you will do more time, and then you will start enjoying that so much that you say, I just love my personal time with the Lord. And I can tell you this, guys, I, I love having people around me all the time, and I hang out with everybody, you know, regardless age or anything. Rich, poor, white, yellow, whatever color, you know, with or without education, whatever. I love hanging out with people. I love people. But I love my personal time with the Lord more than anything else. Because in my personal time with the Lord, I find my refuge. I find solution. I find answers. But I go with a notebook in a Victory Church pen. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I have other kind of pens, but that's a different story. Acts chapter 2. Verses 11, B to 12. What is the meaning of the letter B? It's the second part of the verse. And then it says, Those individuals who heard what happened to the apostles that got baptized by the Holy Spirit, those individuals say, said, We can all understand the great things that they are saying about the Lord God. Because when the person is baptized with the Holy Spirit and has the power of the Holy Spirit and is listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, this person is going to say great things about the Lord God. That is the objective. He, the Lord wants to promote himself. Do you understand? He will talk to you about wonderful things and then you say, I have to share with you something that I read in the Bible, and I feel the Lord talked to me about it, right? That is the objective. The people were all amazed and confused. They asked each other, what is happening there? What is happening in this Victory Church? What's happening there? You know what, ha what is happening? What, ha what is happening is we are listening to the Lord. That's what is happening. I mean, in 19 months, we have this gorgeous property. Beautiful people. You are beautiful people. Dedicated people. Loving. And we are growing in our faith. And we believe in miracles. And we see the miracles time after time. Time after time. Whether it's a financial situation, we pray, boom, here is the answer. There is a, a need for a job. We pray. Boom, there is an answer. There is an issue with health. It, it, it doesn't matter. What is the thing? Because for the Lord, everything is possible. There is nothing impossible for the Lord. Nothing. He's awesome. So those individuals were saying, well, I'm amazed, but I'm confused. What's happening there? Well, the disciples were listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Some of you will start listening more and more, and you will receive more directions from the Lord. That is what is happening. I want you to know something really interesting. I was setting up uh, the, the equipment for our broadcasting, and then I received a notification. Somebody, 
and I don't know even her name, but somebody wrote something in our Victory Church page. page. And the only thing that I read was, the story of this church is amazing. And I thought, that sounds like me, right and right. <laughs> but then I thought, I didn't write that. Who, who? And then I read, there was a lady. I don't know who is this lady. And then later, after the service, I'm going to read the article. I don't know what she said, but she started saying, how amazing is the story of this church? What's happening? Well, we are listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, right? Okay. I want you to know that his voice will guide you. Gianna, I like the church. You know, I, I enjoy it. And I think it's, it's a cool thing to do. But you know what? That's your deal. You know, that's your deal because you are the pastor, you know. But, but I want something for myself. Okay, wonderful. I like that. He will guide you. What is the, the challenge you have? Is it about your future in a school? Is it about your investments? Is it about your health? Is it about your career? What is what you want to know? He will guide you. He will if you invest the time. You know, this, this uh, letter from Titus, actually two titles, actually only has one chapter I want you to know. But anyway, I put the chapter in verse 15. But listen, to people who are pure, everything is pure. If you have a pure mind, everything would be pure in your mind. And that's what we do here. We wash our minds, right? They are washing brains. Yes, we do, with the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. We need to wash our minds, wash ourselves in the blood of the Lord and transform with his word to become pure people, right? I want to be known as a pure person. Don't you like that idea? That people will get to know you because you are a pure, decent person? It's a, it's a pure person. This person is not going to tell you jokes, you know, with two, three ways to get you or stuff like that. No. It's a pure person. To people who are pure, everything is pure. But to those who are full of sin and don't believe, nothing is pure. But there is something else for those individuals. Those who don't believe, really their thinking has become evil and their consciences have been defiled, ruined, and corrupted. How in the world they will hear his voice? There is no conscience. They do all kind of ugly things, right? And it seems like they don't, they don't care because it's all ruined. You know, our friends here, and I'm going to reserve their names. They work for the sheriff's department in the jail system, you know. And I, and I, I all the time tease everyone saying, I love to go to visit with you, you know, in your job, you know, in your workplace, except you guys. I don't want to go to visit with you because I don't want to go there to visit. <laughs> but you, you guys know those guys that come back and come back and come back, their conscience have been what? Defiled, ruined, and corrupted. They just don't get it. That is why. But that's not our case, right? It's not our case. We are listening. For, for you, my friend, that are following the broadcast, whether it's on video or just audio on the podcast, if you are listening now, I want you to know that your conscience is awake. 
your conscience is awake so you can hear his voice. And I will teach you wonderful things today about how you can really listen to what he wants to tell you. Are you ready for this? Get your bulletin, get your pen ready to write. I'm going to share with you wonderful things. First one, here is your life. You are this vehicle. And I want you to learn three ways to hear his voice. Three ways. The first one, when you are in a car, you use the brakes, right? Okay, the first thing that the Holy Spirit is will, sometimes he will tell you, stop, stop, stop. It's the first thing that you need to learn when he says to you, stop. Do not, do not what? Do not do that. You are about to do something and the Holy Spirit, do not do that. Do not do that. You got it. First thing, stop. Second thing that he will say, he will say, do not go there. Do not go there. And you are in your vehicle already. And the Lord, the Holy Spirit, do not go there. <sighs> the third thing the Lord will say is, do not say that. You get upset. You get frustrated. You are disappointed. And then when you are in that moment, <laughs> You are about to say something horrible, right? And all those words, you know, like peanuts in your mouth. And the Lord says, do not say that. And you are chewing the peanuts and swallow it. Because you have to stop. But there is one more thing. The Lord, the Holy Spirit will tell you. You know what is it? Do not buy that thing. Because sometimes you buy things that later you regret it. You say, Why did I buy that? It's a poor financial decision or even worse when you are buying things that are not pure. Not for a good reason. You understand? So, stop. Brakes, right? You are the car. Do not go. Do not do. Do not say. Do not buy. And you are just, mm, <laughs> right? Because you want to go. You want to do something. All right. But in a vehicle, you also have a mirror, right? And that mirror helps you to see what's behind, correct? Well, the Holy Spirit also will talk to you like a mirror. And he will say to you, what you just did was not right. <laughs> and you're like, dang it. You are right, Lord. You are right. You told me not to, and I did it anyway. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. I messed up. The second thing that the mirror will tell you is what you just said was not right. Oh, gosh. I cannot believe the things that I told her. I cannot believe the things that I said to them. <laughs> I cannot believe it. And the Lord is talking to you through the mirror, right? What you just did, what you just said, was not right. Friends, when, when we are driving, sometimes we are stuck in a corner. Let's say we are trying to park, right? Or we are parked. Sometimes we need somebody else telling us, right? What's there? Hey, buddy, can you tell me if I'm close? Do you think, can I, can I get out of here? <laughs> right? We need somebody else's view. Your life is like that. 
you are going to show to the Lord that you are humble when you are able to talk to somebody else about your problems and say, I'm stuck in this situation. What do you see? But when you don't want to share your situation with anybody, you are being prideful. I know what I'm doing. I got it. I am a father. I love my children. You know, I love Natalie, Sebastian, Brian, Zach. I love Maddox. Today is our grandson's birthday. Happy birthday, Maddox. <laughs> but if they don't want to share with me what's going on in their lives, I'm not going to be sad for it. I rejoice in the Lord because it's their lives. You understand what I'm saying? Now, let's suppose that I have a little bit of intelligence. Just a little, okay? I'm not that smart. But just let's suppose that I have a little bit of intelligence, a little bit of experience. And one of my kids is in, in a predicament. How hard is it for them to send a text message and say, I am in this predicament and I want to know what do you think I should do? Send. How difficult is to say that? It's not difficult. But sometimes it's a pride issue. I'm not going to tell him. I don't want him to tell me what to do. I'm not going to tell you what to do, son. It's your life. It's your money. It's your credit score. It's your reputation. It's your name. It's your health. It's your whatever. It's, it's your life. Right? I respect that. But if one of my kids communicates with me asking me for that, I will give you an input and I will say, your options are A, B, C. And I'll be praying for you. And you know I'm here if you need me. I love you. Boom, that's it. Because when you are in your car and you are stuck, you need others' view. You need to, to, to hear what other people are telling you about the situation where you are. So you need to be careful in being humble enough of finding mentors around you. I have shared with you this, that I still at my age, I go to my mentors every week. Every week. Last week, Tracy and I video conference with one of my mentors. And then later during the week, I needed to call another mentor. And I said, Pastor, I need to talk to you. It's going to be five minutes call, but I need to ask you something. Because I need somebody else's view of my situation. Somebody with experience, somebody with knowledge, somebody who cares for me and loves me. Because that's why I need a mirror. The Lord will talk to me about it. And, and if I need to back up, I will need to back up, right? You are stuck, and then uh, I need to back up. So you use your mirrors to back up. Meaning what? When you have messed up because you did something wrong or you said something wrong, you have to back up, meaning you need to go and apologize. That is the meaning of backing up. You go back and say, listen, because you heard the voice of the Holy Spirit telling you what you just did was wrong, what you just said was wrong. You go back and you say, Listen, such and such, I am sorry for what I said. I apologize. 
I'm sorry for that, what I did. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. The third thing that the Holy Spirit will do to you is to help you to drive. Right? Because the Holy Spirit is not someone that is always saying, no, 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 what you do is wrong. What you do is... No, that's a grouchy person. Right? The Holy Spirit is not grouchy. He's not mad at you all the time. You know, maybe you are mad all the time, but that's your problem. It's not the Holy Spirit problem. Right? And by the way, how do you know if you are mad all the time? Do you want to know that? I will, I will tell you the answer. How do you know if you are mad all the time? Is when people don't want to be with you. Because you stink. You are mad. Aggravated. You stink. You get that? So you need to get rid of every bitterness, every anger or whatever. Be happy in the Lord. All right? The Lord wants you to be happy. He is happy. Right? He is happy. And what is what he will tell you? He will tell you, I want you to do this thing. Oh, but that is too hard. <laughs> right? It's too hard. Why? Because the Lord will tell you to do the right thing. That is too hard. I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's the answer of people. I want you to eat right. I want you to take good care of your stuff. I want you to study. I want you to think about this problem. I want you to think about the situation. I want you to do this. Right? That's the first thing he will say to you. Then the Lord will tell you that you need to go to certain places. Good places. And it's up to you if you want to obey or not. And then the Lord can tell you, I want you to go to this person and tell this person this and this. And then you hear the voice of the Lord. You got the message. You know what you have to do and say and where. The question is, will you do it? <laughs> well, if you let him guide you, you will. Unless you are too lazy to do it. Or rebel. Don't get mad at me, okay? I'm just sharing concepts. I'm just saying, if. If you don't want to do what the Lord is telling you to do, if you don't want to go where the Lord is telling you to go, if you don't want to say to the person what the Lord is telling you to say to that person, well, don't do it. But you are not obeying the Lord. How can he guide you if you don't want to do what he says to you? Right? And finally, the Lord will tell you how you can invest your money. He will tell you, this is a good investment. I want you to put money there. I want you to put money with this. I want you to buy this. I want you to give money here. I want you to invest in this way. He will tell you what to do with your money. But that is the last thing. He wants to test you to see if you first learn the steps, which is you stop, right, doing what is wrong. You check their, the mirror, and then you let him guide you because the Lord has a plan for your life. He has a plan for your life. Yes, I heard that, Gian, all the time. I'm tired of that sentence. What in the world is that? What is that? What is the meaning of that thing? You know, 
Yeah, don't worry about it. The Lord has a plan for your life. Okay. <laughs> People don't know what is that. Well, you know what is the meaning of that? Is that you have a calling. What is your calling? What is that mission that he has for you? He will reveal to you as you take your time. Remember, if you take the Lord seriously, he will take you seriously. He will. Because our lives are a journey. And you have to learn to enjoy the journey. It's like a road trip. But have you seen these people that you go on a road trip with and it's so miserable? Because during the whole time, they are whining and complaining. It's too hot. It's too cold. It's too much traffic. Not enough traffic. Too many clouds. There are no clouds. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. You know, and some people are like that. Their life is so miserable because they can't understand the concept of enjoying the journey. So are you enjoying the journey? Are you enjoying your day? Or are you a miserable person? Well, enjoy your day. Get it. That is it's a road trip. And sometimes you have to stop. And you have to stop. You're going to stop. Right? And you have to eat. Praise the Lord. And enjoy your food. And eventually you have to go and spend the night. Right? And when you go to spend the night, try to have peace in the night. Some people are so upset and frustrated during the whole day and they go to bed, they're more miserable like it. Oh my gosh, how they can live that way? No, it's not what the Lord wants for us. But it's your choice, naturally. You don't need to know the outcome of your journey. Okay, Gian, I, I get it. I understand. I will do what you are suggesting. Okay. And uh, okay, in my calling now. And, and, and then what? <laughs> and then what? There is no, then what? Every day should be amazing in your life. Every day should be a great experience. Just do what he says. Okay. Just do what, what he says. Yeah. It's like Forrest Gump. <laughs> you remember the movie? So he finally is enrolled in the army, right? And the sergeant said, Forrest Gump, why are you here? And the troop, real sergeant, I'm going to do whatever you say I must do. You are the genius of genius in my troop, Forrest Gump. And the Lord will tell you the same thing. Oh, you're going to do what I say? You are genius. Just do what he says. Why you have to be so rebel to the voice of the Holy Spirit? Tell me. Why? Because you want to be in control. Let it go. Let him guide you. So, his voice will tell you three things. Which are those three things? Stop. Review. And let me guide you. If you get this done, then he will move you to the next level. But if you do not stop doing the wrong things you are doing, he will not take you to the next levels. I promise you that. 
Read with me this beautiful passage, friends. Psalm 34, verses 12 to 15. Do you want to enjoy life? Do you want to have many happy days? Then avoid saying anything hurtful and never let the lie come out of your mouth. Stop doing anything evil and do good. Look for peace and do all you can to help people live peacefully. The Lord watches over those who do what is right, and He hears their prayers. That's why we can say, right? I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. It's only through the Lord Jesus that we can really have a happy life. And this year, I will become more spiritual in the name of Jesus. How many of you know this song? It's a beautiful song, and Tracy is going to play it for us and sing it for us. And with that, we'll be finishing our service today.
Jesus, we love you, Lord. And for our viewers and listeners, we thank you for your attention, and we wish you a beautiful Mother's Day. Thank you. Thank you for watching.